just appreciating just how stupid we look. Mirror, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. So, something about the cam permanent camera makes us look like we're transhuman already now. I was just thinking about Cenobites, and I was like, we are explorers <laughs> from the outer reaches of experience. <laughs> <laughs> we have such sights to show you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like on the on the opposite end of the spectrum is us being like, you can sit for hours and hours and hours and play a game that you're just like, ah, that's all right. I bet you've not. That's funny. Done that. Welcome to No One Could Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 7, Episode 26. It sure is. You know, Season 3 was 26 episodes. Oh, is that all? <laughs> We're not even, like, halfway through. I don't think we'll ever have a season like that again. <laughs> no. Well, we still have to play 3 and 5. It's possible that 3 And could, 2. 3 could yield... We forgot to pay lip service to the fact that we, we hadn't played we pretend two. pretend that we don't haven't played two. Yeah, when we were in Ramu's forest, we were like, oh, this is from FF2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot to mention. We forgot to mention. That we haven't played it, and we, we don't know that. we haven't played FF2. <laughs> uh, inside humor. That's your quota <laughs> for the week yeah. on the inside humor. Well, I got news. I've been taking Cosmo out in the cat backpack. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got to show some photos of... Cosmo in the cat backpack. I think I've got a couple bad photos of Cosmo in the cat backpack. It's hard to take a photo of him in the backpack when you're wearing well, it. Well, that's the thing. You need a third party to take the picture. I'm happy and also annoyed to report that I think he likes it. Well, that's so great. So now he asks for walks around the block all the time in oh, the backpack. That's awesome. Which is a new thing that I got to do. Well, he must feel but safe in there. I think he digs it, yeah. But I think then he, gets he can get to like see everything but from a place where he knows I, he's I, safe. I just left it open in the kitchen for a while, and he like likes the bag. That's great. And then great. one day I just tried sealing him up in there, and he didn't seem to hate it. He mm-hmm. didn't freak out. So we just go, we just go around the block. Next step is getting you on that skateboard. No, that's not. That's, I'm sorry to report that is definitely never going to happen. Yeah. There's just no good way to be balanced. I can't guarantee his safety. I can't yeah. even guarantee my safety on the skateboard. That's part of why it's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but you can't take another life into your hands. But I would never put another life onto the skateboard. Yeah. I made, you know, I, I saw what happened with Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I dislocated <laughs> I my Jeff's shoulder and you're just picturing that happening on top of a Cosmo cat. Cosmo can't dislocate a shoulder. No, that wouldn't be good. That. But anyway, thank you for the backpack. Yeah. What was I believe that was L.D. Greenwood. L.D. Greenwood, who thank sent you. Us the backpack an is author a lot, of, and a lot fan. of use. I was going to say, let's do some outdated video game news. Hit the theme song. been playing a lot of zelda tears of the kingdom oh yeah and my god it really is as good as everybody says it sounds amazing i don't have that much to say about it except like the side questing they're unbelievable loops that you start to go out on and then you just discover other loops and then you like go to sleep at a horse stable and the horse god talks to you at night and is like come find me i'm north of this thing and it's like i can't do that right now i gotta get the fiddle player back to the other Ah. lady so that i can also go and then i found this mask it took me like from the top of the sky all the way 
way to the underground, and then I built, like, this machine that I can ride around and attach stuff to, and, like, it's like a friend of mine that I can ride on the back of, and, and I'm doing all, it's like shooting rockets out of its hands. Oh this game God. is every game. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, man, sublime side questing. It's, man, most side questing these days is pitiful. It's crazy how bad it can get. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that yeah. it's alive and well. It's alive and well in, in Zelda. Of the Kingdom. In Zelda Ring. Available now. Yeah, and I thought I would share that all with you because it's what I've been doing in gaming lately. Breaking news, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Speaking of even more outdated Mm -hmm. video game news, you've gotten into RuneScape. I have surprisingly (laughs) fallen deeply in love with RuneScape 3. And, you know, in the RuneScape news, the holiday event is going on right now. Oh. So, you know, (laughs) get ready because you're going to have to help Santa and his imps decorate the lands around the place and also every activity you do will be rewarded with wrapping paper that you could trade in for presents man that's some really good outdated video so game be sure news. to get in there into runescape and grind out those presents for santa <laughs> yeah. and you can also earn something called christmas spirit i don't know what you do with this but you can can you turn it into... Yeah, I think you can buy like a cosmetic. scarves or... It's, there's so much. I don't know what the fuck's going on in that game. It's great, though. Do you have any other outdated video game news to talk about? The Game Awards just happened. <laughs> Everybody's mad about it. Let's save that for next week. Okay. <laughs> we'll do another outdated video game news next week. We'll talk about... Anyway, okay. So what happened last week? We did the whole Medane Sari. Yeah, we're at... We did Medane Sari. We we're headed to the Ifa tree, meal. right? Yeah, we're heading towards the Ifa tree. We all had an intense evening in Medane Sari. We cooked a meal for not enough people. You know something I really upsetting. like about this game is it really has like the flow of life, like intense shit will happen during the day, and then there's a nighttime where everyone kind of like goes off and like has heart to hearts and shit. You yeah. Know? And, the, and then in the morning they wake up and they're like, let's go. I'm good now. I'm good. All right. You know, it, it I'm just, ready to take on the day. Fe- it just feels very real. Yeah. It's a good flow. So this week we're going to go see the Aoife tree. Oh, good. Which is this wild. Is a crazy dungeon. We're going to learn some shocking things about this world mm-hmm. that we've been playing in. We're deep in a story day. Mm-hmm. We're halfway through day six. It's all about story this time. So let's get so into it. back and relax and <laughs> listen to the audiobook version of Final <laughs> Fantasy IX. We've left Medane Sari, and we are making our way towards the Aoife tree on the world map. Walking through some woods. Let's go. Oh no, pop quiz hotshot. Alright, alright. Fuck. Fuck is this guy called? The Merry Trickster? The Ragtime Mouse. The Ragtime Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) So we run into the Ragtime Mouse. Yeah, this is the quiz part of the game. He has a big X or a big O. O is for true and X is for false. And you can attack which one to say whether it's true or false. he's going to ask a question. How hard is this going to be? There's going to be more... This is question number two. The 15th Lindblom War started in 1600. I paused it. I don't know. False? I have no idea. False. I don't think that's right. Why don't you think it's right? We heard numbers of years before. We've seen statues that describe this information. Yeah, we've certainly seen it, but we have not remembered it. Going on my gut, I think that that number is wrong. I don't think it was 1600. Should we look it up? What would be right? What would be right? What should we do? 
It's not in this, is it? No way. Not wanting to just get the answer, I pick up the guide, hoping to get the answer. <laughs> but like in a in a way that it's I feel okay. It's almost certainly about. not going to be in here, though. Friendly monsters. I'm going to ask Spencer. What year did the was it the fifteenth or sixteenth Lindblom War? Fifteenth. Wait, while wandering in the forest of the world, you may encounter a strange creature that asks your party true or false questions. For each correct answer, yeah, you receive a percentage grade based on the number of questions you answered, right or wrong. Yeah, I, I think this doesn't tell you anything about the answers to the questions, and the sense that I get is that if you were to even go to playonline.com, it would tell you where to find it, not necessarily the answer. Is there a history of the world here in this that will tell me, like... <laughs> no. We're in here. We don't even have all the characters yet. There's still one more. We've been to Lindblom in ruins. Doesn't say anything about the 15th War. I, I don't want to mess this up. I think I'm going to look it up. I think in seasons past, I would have guessed. I think I would have just guessed, <laughs> but I just feel like I just want to get it right. I don't have time to mess it up. I my... can't believe you weren't trusting my instincts. I was saying it's false. <laughs> this guy's name is the Ragtime Mouse. There's an exploit to find the ragtime mouse many times in succession. If the player taps the movement buttons only in small increments while walking on the world map, one is unlikely to get into random encounters. Because the ragtime mouse encounters are unrelated to this trick, Whoa. the player can force ragtime mouse encounters by tapping the button repeatedly while walking through forests, filtering out regular encounters. You're not doing any regular encounters. I think we're about to hit the end of disc two. At, like, whatever happens with the Aoife tree and stuff. That would make sense. It's false. You were right, Jeff. It's false. I fucking knew it! You, you were right. I believe that war was fought in 1601, not 1600. I see. False I see. it was. False, yes. Good memory. You knew it. I, I, you knew it. I believe that you were certain and you knew it. And you were, you're right. X is false. Mm -hmm. Nice. Please let that be the only question. Correct! correct. You can get a thousand gil. Yeah, 100% correct, you're an expert. It's so nice of them to put other types of encounters out there. It says that before returning to the mountain path, we roam the area around Iko's home, defeating enemies, leveling up, and learning abilities. The Aoife tree provides quite a challenge, so it's good to work out and level up. Oh yeah, now that we have Kina back, we need to eat a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. So we can do some leveling before we go to the Tree of Life. So we decide to level up and grind before heading towards the Aoife tree. And you break into a Reese's. I think we're whittling down the acceptable candy. Yeah, we're getting to <laughs> the, the, the part of the Halloween candy where it's just like it's fruit like, chews. And like Jolly Ranchers and hard candies. <laughs> Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> I know that candy bowl is missing its butterfingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a real shame we didn't have this GoPro when you were jumping on the original Nintendo and stuff, you know? Yeah, like, yeah that would have been awesome. We wouldn't have been able to handle it. We wouldn't have been able to do it. No, no, we, we weren't capable of this back then. We had to wait for the technology to catch up with the idea. Like James Cameron. If we still don't have Kina back in our party, I'm going to be really upset. I really like Kina. 
in the party. So you go back into Medane Sari to heal up and also to look for Kina. Yeah, they were in the kitchen. They were there to help cook the meal, but they weren't there to eat it. He likes partying with Kina. Where the fuck is she? Is his There. There you are. Kina's still fishing. They're just going to stay with the fishing moogle and, uh, you know, obsess over that, I Try guess. Try to get more fish. Yeah. <laughs> no, fucking Catch come with us. Catch All right. Another. All right, I guess she's... Catch just, another fish. I guess she's just not interested in uh, what we're doing. Hungry. She's only food motivated, and we are not on a food quest, so she's just fine. You know, that's fine. Why don't any of you want mail? We hit the weapon store, Moogle, and notice that there's an item called a pinwheel. Yeah, it looks like a frisbee, like a blade frisbee, you know? What is that? Who is that for? It's cheap. We buy one. They're really cheap. We'll find out later that they're throwable item, like a shuriken. <laughs> Cure zombie. Mm. Well, let's get some more of these. Yeah, yeah. Condi Petey Mountain Path. Condi. Great. God damn it. Sucks when I do that. We're in this area where you fight a lot of these goblins, and one of their main moves is to become invisible in the middle of the fight, which, which is just a pain in the ass. Slows things down a lot because you, you can't physically attack. You gotta wait for him to come back. Stole a potion. I was hoping for a high potion. Yeah. No. Potions have officially become quite useless. Float. We put Lamia's tiara on Aiko, which has the ability to float. An ability that I still, in all of these games, <laughs> it like befuddles me. It should make you immune understand. to earth damage, but well, it, it does, does sometimes, but, but not exactly. Well, but it's like, it's that's such a specific scenario. Why is there a spell that's only for that? It's it's crazy to me. Yeah, are there other spells that like make you immune to lightning damage? I, not that I know of. No, there's like or armor some other and type stuff. of damage. I, I just it's like it's that's all it does. It doesn't help you <laughs> do anything at all. It and then there's enemies awesome. that that will float you, and you're and you're like, yeah, when why? that happens, like, it's like, the why are they? What this? are you like, doing? What is this? Why? Yeah. Anyway, float. Remember when there was that dungeon where we were like, they told us to float in here, cast float on anybody. And it was like something else mm -hmm. that was similar to that, but not what we thought it was. Those were the days. <laughs> I imagine at the Aoife tree, whatever's going to happen next that's going to flow into the end of Disc 2 is going to be like a major game-changing event that will be kind of the midpoint. Yeah. I, I, my guess is like from here will be airshipped or something. Oh, look, I'm a fucking airship. Something. Bring! Fighting some giant beetles. We cast Bio. <laughs> Great spell. Is it short for biology? It's Bi like poison and it does damage. I think like biohazard. Biohazard, that makes more sense. My next guess was biography. <laughs> <laughs> Kick its ass. Good thing. So having grinded enough, you save outside of the Aoife tree. We, yeah, we made it to the Aoife tree and we save right outside. 
stuff because of a ability grinding but mm -hmm. I think we'll get to unlock them before we get through this cool. boss or whatever. Aoife, the ancient tree of life. So we enter the area of the Aoife tree, which seems to be a large mass of roots similar to the Clara tree. Mm -hmm. It's covered in mist and through the mist you can kind of make out a tree with a very spherical top. Well yeah and it really looks like organic, like it looks bone-like. Mm. It's made out of like a bone structure in amongst the roots and stuff. It doesn't really have any leaves. Unlike most big trees in video games, there's an ominous vibe to this Definitely. one. This is like an inversion of your typical giant whimsical tree. It almost looks like it has a big eyeball. Like there's a circular thing on it. That... Yeah, it has like a bony eye socket that's like <laughs> empty. Like it looks like an undead thing. It looks pretty ominous for a tree it looks of life. pretty old too. There's mist here. So this place must really be the source of the mist. Try to go. There's a force field. What, what was that? that? So Zidane steps forward and like, pa, like pops off of some invisible force that mm -hmm. kind of flashes. And Iko explains. That was the sail. It shouldn't hurt you, but you are, are you all right? Yeah, it didn't hurt. I'm a tough guy. Body slam it. Let's do this. We click on the force field again, and it gives us an option to either poke it again or body slam it. Come on, Zidane. Grah! Hmm, maybe I should ask the person who knows. Only you can break the seal? No wonder the dwarves on Kondratee call this place a sanctuary. Did he say they used the power of an Eidolon to seal this place? Yup. Amazing, how do you break it? I'm gonna ask the Eidolon to come back. The summoner's horn. Allows us uh, to communicate with the Aguilons and the wild animals. Her horn lets her speak to animals? Yeah, that's, that's why a, she can talk to the Moogles. Pretty cool. Well, the Moogles just talk. That's both of them do. <laughs> it's like she has a special relationship with this Moogle she can talk to, and yet we can all talk to the Moogles. Right. But also, the horn allows her to talk to Eidolons. She Eidolons. can talk to the Eidolons. She can do all kinds of shit with the horn. I'll break the seal right now. Watch. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. By the light of our spirits. I call upon thee. Answer my call, wherever your soul may be. Punch a hole in the door. So Iko breaks open the force field by, like, punching a few little magical punches into it. Yeah, she just kind of, like, says some words, and then some little pops happen in front of her, and we get the item ruby. Yeah, we get an, a ruby for some reason. Well, that's what we can use to learn the idol on here. I think it's uh, carbuncle. Oh. Cute little carbuncle. Reflect guy. Was that the spell to break the seal? Nope. All I do is focus my thoughts into my horn, see? Okay. <laughs> Those words I said were just for show. Yeah, I don't do spells. I'm a sorcerer. I tap into my horn. It's different from a wizard like you. I don't need the words. Yeah. Then why were you... That was just for show, see? What? The spell is actually much longer, but the Eidolon asked me to hurry it up. What? She was saying that the words she was saying weren't necessary. Right. That was just like... No, I don't. For sake. But... Why would she do that? <laughs> to make it impressive. Cool. I didn't hear anything. But if she was making it impressive, why did she then tell us it was just for show? Um, like, I mean, you know, I think it's supposed to be endearing. Let it's me, like, uh, let know. me believe in the magic. <laughs> All right, All right let's, let's go. go. It looks like there's flowers around that are made for gargants. Maybe there will be gargant. Yeah, okay. No, I can't pick them. Hmm. That that feels like the way like from software would be like. Because they're the same flowers here, these are actually where the gargants had originally 
like evolved. I am positive. I am sure that that's the implication, you know? actually, because the roots are what they run on. Yeah. Yeah, all of the tree roots are everywhere. That's where the flowers and are they, coming they out of. They have the gargant food on them. We don't get to ride gargants here, but I think that's a good catch. I think that's I'm proud I think of myself. That is that. what they're telling you with this art. I bet there's and it makes sense they can on. go everywhere because the roots run through the whole planet. Yep, yep. No, I think that like that's just what's happening here. Like I feel rewarded by digging into the world and trying to understand it because it connects and makes sense. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's really nice. So we start making our way up the tree. Yeah, we're fighting these giant mushrooms that are floating in the air like jellyfish. Trance. Double white. I guess that's not a way up that brain. Whoa! Ooh! Look at this giant Look at dick. This giant dick monster. <laughs> a stroper? That's what it says. <laughs> Yeah, we get into an encounter with what can only be described as a monolithic dick. zombie dick. With, with a bunch of tentacle dicks. Coming off of it, a real hentai monster. The top it's of this thing is undeniably a dick's head. And it's called a stroper. A stroper. Like a stroker. I'm stroping. Like, I, I mean, yeah. It, you remember that it's song, Stroking? the most phallic enemy I've ever seen in these games. It's like something from Persona. It really is. <laughs> with... I'm gonna steal from it. Dick arms. I stole a sock. That's not promising. Let's kill this thing. I would have thought that you would have stolen a heart. Let's see if we can poison him. This is the most like a dick I've seen a monster it, looking yeah, no, since I've played Persona, which has an actual cock for a monster. Yeah, yeah, but the, but in Final Fantasy, the, I think It this never is, gets this bad. I don't think anything has ever come to this close. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be. Well, we don't know how hard this thing is going to be. Well, <laughs> we killed it. Nice joke. Good, good one there. Thank you. Yeah. Going this way. <laughs> mm hmm. Oh, hello. Fucking guy wants mail. We find a Moogle deep in the tree roots. Mm hmm. Rest for the night. The ethers. No, this is a good use of tent. But when are we gonna get cabin or cottage Maybe or something? We Maybe we won't. What's this? What's old? I wonder who built it. We come upon a big circular platform that's made out of like woven roots. Like whoever built this place has grown all the roots into like a big circle. Within the middle, there's like obviously an elevator. Yeah, there's a triangle design on the floor. This way. Hey, are you all right? Aren't you guys so scared of heights? Gosh, you look so helpless. Why don't you stay here and let us handle the rest, see? No, I'm going with you guys. I have to. And don't leave my side, okay? Okay, thanks. Michael, do you know anything about this place? Nope, this is my voice time inside the Ifa tree, see? This place looks ancient. Whoa! Zidane touches the triangle in the center of the room and it lights up like he's like bringing the place to life. It gives us the option to touch it again, try standing on it, or ask Ico. He touched the glyph. Should we try, st should we ask Ico or should we keep doing the dumb shit? What do you think, Ico? Maybe. Try standing on it? Uh, I was think. gonna say that. <laughs> Zidane. I'll be fine, don't worry. Whoa! Wee. What? What? Zidane, that was a dumb move. 
Yeah, he hopped on it, and the platform started descending. And then as it descended, he like jumped up onto the lip. Yeah, to, he's like, like climb back up to where off the, the other edge people of the are. elevator's platform. Oh, here it comes back. This is name. The platform comes back up, indicating it's safe and yeah. an elevator to ride. I'm gonna see where it takes me. I'll call you guys over if everything is all right. And Zidane's gonna go look ahead, but everyone else is like, no, no, no. We're all in this together. I'm coming with you. Yeah, they're all just everyone just Me too. With. Me me too. All right, we'll all go. Jesus Christ. Why do we always have to have that fucking conversation? No, man. Because this is about how we're all a team or something. I, I mean... <sighs> It's not in Zidane's character to be like, nobody can come with me. It's like, we're all doing this because we care about it. Let's go. Yeah, well, you remember when Cloud was like, okay, everyone, we're all gonna take, like, a break for a day to just go, like, to assess our motivation. And then he fucked Tifa under yeah. the high wind and a cold, windy night. And then everybody came back, like, I didn't really go anywhere. And, and, <laughs> and Cloud was like, don't worry I mean, about I it. I, I went where I needed such short I went where I needed yeah. to go. <laughs> so we descend the platform and find ourselves on a descending maze of tree roots. We're like inside the trunk of the Aoife tree going down. And like other dungeons we've been in, there are levers around that you can push. Whoa. Ooh. When we pushed that one, a treasure chest appeared nearby. Phoenix down. <gasps> Lamia's flute! Look at all this treasure I'm finding. I love it. Give me a fight. Asking you shall receive. I want to unlock these abilities so I can put on the good shit. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. It's a dragon. It's a dragon. Alright, BB. Level 5 death. Slow him down, baby. Steal from him. Uh, you get you guys? Protect yourself. Hopefully not. Miss. Yeah, thank God. The level five death spell that this dragon casts doesn't work. Well, yeah, we're, we're fighting an undead dragon of some sort. And we must not have characters at levels that are a multiple of five right now. We must yeah. be very lucky. Oh, that must be what's going on. <laughs> that we didn't get hit by level five death. Yeah. I mean, you were getting oh. missed by level five death a long time ago. He's got high potions. Man, someday our lack of playing Tetra Master is going to come home to roost. Like BB, he's a zombie. Mm. We have magic tabs for that. You can't have any nuts. I don't think. <laughs> Peanuts? Dogs eat peanut butter. Yeah, she can have them. Took that so sweetly. Stop that. So you're fighting another undead dragon. It casts zombie breath on you. Zombie is a really annoying status to get because it means that if someone tries to heal you, it hurts you and you don't gain any experience. But it's a great status for the Draco zombies to have mm -hmm. because if you Phoenix down them, they're dead. Yeah, undead enemies you can use life items and spells on. Oh, it's a zombie dragon. It, it might be. It's called like a Draco zombie. I have dagger cast life on it, mm -hmm. which works. It just kills it in one hit. Everything in this dungeon can pretty much just be taken out in this manner. Yep. Suck my dick. <laughs> what happened? Cast life on it. Wait. World prone failing. Wow, that's an annoying status. <clears throat> 
It's a big dungeon. It seems pretty straightforward, though. Yeah, it's mostly a straight line so far. So then we come upon what I guess you can only describe as the core of the tree. <laughs> There's this tangle of cords of tree wire, I don't know, like a spinal cord just going up through the center of this hollow space. And yeah. there's this spiky, unnatural thing like wrapped around, around it. it, going up and down it. And it just sort of descends down like the spiky thing makes sort of a spiral ramp going down it like a corkscrew. And there's like a green glowing light yeah, from below. From below. And it looks like we're going to be just descending down into this eerie, biohazardy, undead chasm. Or is it a biology undead chasm? Or <laughs> even a biography undead chasm? We, we will never know. Everything up there looked withered. Yeah, I think there's something along with the life tree if there's zombie dragons in here. Yeah, yeah. Everything's this place looks totally it's more dead. like the unlife tree. So bright, I can't see the bottom. I mean, technically being undead Sick. is being alive, you know? The camera pans down, and we see how far this spiral spiky thing descends down, and mm -hmm. it looks like a giant drill. Yeah, it goes, like, all the way down. It looks a lot like waking up in the Matrix, like, <laughs> and looking out of the pod, and there's just, like, this huge structure As far that goes as the forever. eye can see. Yeah. Guess we should try to get to the bottom of this. Hell yeah. Both metaphorically and literally. Oh, I hope that slides down at, like, a hey, roller Zane, coaster. Hey, I found something here. Like, this pedestal just starts, like, Oh, that would be cool. Hmm, maybe it'll move like the last one. It didn't move when I got on. See, you stood on it? Yeah. Well, let's do it. Why don't we all try getting on it? Yeah, maybe there's a minimum weight requirement. Whoop, looks like it. When I got on, I felt it responded. Hmm. I guess we're in luck. So the whole team gets onto a little platform that's attached to the spiral spiky thing. And when Zidane steps on it, like activates and it moves up a bit and then starts sliding down the corkscrew very fast. Like super fast. Like you'd want to be clinging to this thing. Zidane. Yes, that was exactly what I was hoping would happen. Oh, whoa. Sure freaked me out at first, but there's no wind or anything. Yeah, we're in a little I bubble. I guess that glowing powder is stopping the wind somehow. And as it flies down this corkscrew, there's this, like, force field around the outside, mm -hmm. which is how they're all not flying away off of it. Yeah, magic. You okay, Dagger? Yes. I wonder where we're going. Yeah, me too. Maybe Mog can tell us something. <laughs> Mog, like, emerges out of Aiko's pocket with a spin. Mm -hmm. And she asks him, like, do you got anything to say about Does this? Your, what is your koosh ball picking up on? Was he in her pocket? Yeah, she he stays in her dress. What do you feel here inside the evil tree? Koopo. Koopo? Really? <laughs> really? It's like in the horror movies when the medium comes in to do a reading in the house and uh -huh. they just start screaming. Like, yeah. Ow! All right, there's a dog Thanks. here. So that's what the Moogle said. The Mog Moog just screamed Koopo, like in horror. And then we ask Aiko, what did he say? Mm -hmm. So maybe we can't understand this Moogle. I but think Mog is different could, from the other Moogles. Yeah. They have a special bond. And she can understand And only them. she can understand Mog. But we can understand the rest of them. But we didn't understand this Because sentence. of her horn, we, she, she we need can, her to translate this Mog. Because of the horn, she can understand this Moogle. But all the other ones can talk. That was my well, what's the word? Uh, Bug says there's a lot of life beneath us. Moogles are fairies, see? So they sense life everywhere, see? But Mog says there's a whole lot here. Sounds like something that you're making up. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
Moogles are fairies, you see. What? Oh, okay. Uh, I wonder if ancients of Kuja are down there. But what's the connection between Kuja and the mist? Huh? Incoming. I bet we're gonna find out about Kuja and the mist. And my guess is it's evil. While we're wondering about what's below, we get attacked by some zombies. Zombos. The connection is evil. Phoenix up them. Karaha. Yowch. Oh. Pow. The Cura spells are very effective on these zombies. Yeah. I think that this tactic I remember from playing it mm -hmm. as a kid. I think I'm like remembering doing this. So many strange monsters here in the Eva tree. Could the mist be causing it? Beats me. The evil forest in Gangan Ru had unique monsters too. But if the mist comes from this tree, how come it only appears on Zidane's continent? I guess there has to be something that channels the mist. Yes, but the question is why. Uh, maybe it's related to Vivi. Zidane. Hmm, what's the matter? Vivi? Hold on, Vivi. Yeah, hang on, Vivi. Aiko, can you put on... Can you change your clothes, please? The scene kind of gives you control back again because you're supposed to go check on Vivi, who's like quietly contemplating by himself. Mm -hmm. But all I can think about is in that last fight, Aiko learned her abilities <laughs> and we can put on her new flute now. What's wrong, Vivi? You've been lost in thought for a while. Zidane, I've been thinking about the mist. Mm, do you remember the factory we saw in Dolly? Yes, the factory where black mages were being made. Huh? Black mages? They look a lot like Vivi. Dagger. Oh, well, sorry, I didn't mean to just <laughs> try what, what, to... Uh, yeah. What do you want me to say? Mm, it's okay. I'm not upset anymore about being made and everything. Vivi. Anyway... That factory had a lot of mist inside, right? Oh yeah, there was a huge machine filled with mist. That's right, and there were those strange eggs we saw. There's gotta be a connection between the mist, Kuja, and the black mages. I think so. I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, like... Another one's headed this way. It's a bee rush. Yeah, a lot of important questions are being asked, but another Draco zombie. Yeah, this time a dragon zombie. The Attacks. fights are supposed to be like escalating difficulty, but if you've figured out the life trick, it's oh, like yeah. all the same thing. It's all very easy. Be <laughs> done. Kill him with life. Kill him with kindness. After that fight, we're like almost at the bottom now. Hey, I can finally see the bottom. It's so deep. I don't know what's down there, but we'll soon find out. We've reached the bottom. So we get to the bottom of the elevator, and we're standing on top of like a giant, crazy, alien-looking machine. It's like all of these roots twisted up, but it looks goopy at the same time, and there's like energy flowing all around. Mog said he sensed life down here. Do you sense anything? Yeah, but... You sense it too, don't you? We don't even need Mog to tell us that there's life down here. You're right. I can tell there's something down here. The camera pans down, and it looks like a giant harp with energy for strings yeah. flowing. Green light energy. It. Yeah, the base of the center of this tree just is a giant harp resonating with magic. Wait a minute. With this being a giant harp, 
Are we standing where like the crystal would have been held on the harp from Clara's That's tree? That's a good point. Is this like, like is a giant this, version of this, the har- harp? Is that harp in that tree? Like I could see a version where there's a giant harp at the bottom of that tree too, right. and by playing that harp, they're You're like resonating it the other or something harp? like that. Yeah, because sure. this looks like a harp, and it's definitely intentional. I don't think it's commented on at all by the characters. Yeah, but that that is definitely a parallel. Whoa, that's that- like. Is, is, that a, cool. is that like a giant harp? I think it's a crashed alien spaceship. Yeah, it looks like a harp. Big, it's a big harp. Resonant harp with lots of strings. What could this be? It could be a plant, but it looks like a machine. Maybe it's both. Machine? What do you mean machine? Well, it sure doesn't look like any normal tree. Yeah, it's weird enough that the inside of a tree looks like this. <laughs> with platforms and stairs. And elixirs and boxes. Can see some sparkling water down below. It's really pretty. Maybe the mist comes from that water down there. So if the Efo tree is the source of the mist, Mog is a little scared. Vivi, what's the end of that thought? Like, if the Aoife tree is the source of the mist, then then what? I think he's just puzzling it out. You know, he's like, dot, dot, dot. What are the implications right. of that? Many and wide-reaching. Aiko is talking about how, yeah, the water's alive down there. Yeah, it seems like the life Mog was sensing is, like, the mist itself or the source of it. So, that sparkling water is a living thing. It's so pretty. Hey, Zidane, come watch it with me. Come get close. All right, I'll watch. I mean... It looks really cool. Uh-huh. Is it moving? Just my imagination. So much for Kuja. None of his laggies are here either. I feel like everybody's like breathing in psychedelics right now. <laughs> like they're, the way that they're talking about like feeling yeah, like the, the mist is well, yeah. He thought that it was moving for a second. Maybe we have to go down there. Definitely sense something down there. I think we should grab onto these vibrating strings and ride them down. What's like up? Ropes. Mog's saying something's coming from above. From above? Dagger, come here now. Uh, Dagger! Everyone starts freaking out that something's coming from above, and the tree kind of shakes, and Dagger falls over, so we run up to make sure she's okay. Go, get up there. Run up there. Are you alright? I'm sorry. I was just startled. Is something wrong? Over there! It's them. Them. We better go too. Can you stand? Yes, let's go. Look, the wall is moving. Oh, shit. You're right. It's like it's alive. Aiko, Vivi. Zidane, the wall's shaking faster. It's here. What was that? Oh, oh, wow. From above, the boss, like, falls past us and then climbs back up. Yeah. And it's, it's like a tree animal. Yeah, it's like he's made out of the roots. I think the implication is supposed to be that he was, like, moving through the tree itself Mm. to get to us, and it was all, like, vibrating as he, like, pulled his way here. Around his head, there's stones, as though it's built out of human walls. He's, like, part tree, part magic stone machine. It's part wall. So it wasn't Kuja. It wasn't Kuja? Hmm? What's going on? I can hear a voice inside my head. You just said Kuja, where is he? I do not know. Oh, he was like, oh, you're not Kuja. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So not wanting to waste this opportunity, we start asking the tree a bunch of questions, (laughs) and it is shockingly forthcoming with answers. It's cogent and letting us know what's going on. What are you doing here? Are you the one who makes the mist? It is not produced. Mist is a byproduct of the refining process. I farted out. 
It is discharged through my roots. So it's sent to other continents through the roots, right? But why? Why would you do that? I contaminate the other continents with this to stimulate the fighting instinct. This in turn leads to war among the leaders of nations and then through the fall of civilization. So the mist is kind of psychedelics, but evil ones. Yeah, and very mild, you know, it just sort of like causes fighting. Like the like end of get, Batman Begins. Well, from the beginning, yeah, they were like, oh, if we hang out in the mist, you know, it makes people pissed off and stuff. You right. Know, and it makes lots of monsters come. It's, it's conflict juice. So this thing puts out like angry gas. Kuja merely puts the byproduct to a different use. Different use? What is Kuja trying to do? I cannot lie, Kuja <laughs> used to the waste product to make weapons, weapons like yourself. He's really ticking me up. Can I kill him, see? Wait, Iko, what kind of weapons did Kuja make? They're the black, Kuja he called, called them the black, black mages. <laughs> yeah, we're just ahead of Zidane there. Well, it's almost like he knows, but he just wants to double check he needs to, or something. My mom asks like, questions like this all exactly. the time. I'm like, you know the answer to that. He's like, hey, assuming makes an ass out of you and me, you know, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to really make sure the black mages are the weapons that we're talking about here. The black mages are made out of the mist. Which I think we already kind of knew. It was so implied. Dark spot of the mist. So the factory in Dolly was really... Defeat me and no more mist will flow. And then no more weapons like this puppet here will be made. It's probably for the best. <laughs> Answer me, puppet. Do you deny your very birth? Why you? This thing seems to want us to kill it. No more. We won't let you make any more instruments of murder. Way to go, Vivi. I know it must be hard for you. We can knock off this rat right now, alright? All right, let's bust him up. Who knows? It might even lure Kuja here. So we decide to do as the tree asks and yeah. kill it. This tree is so amazingly neutral. Like, yeah. I, I kind of love it because it's evil, but it is written like it's a machine. Yeah. Like it was like, I cannot lie. That's not in my programming. Like it has no dog in this fight, even though it is the main part of the fight. So <laughs> it says some bullshit and we fight it. I've seen the end of my thousand year life and it is not now. Oh, but it is. You cannot stop me. But I can. It is futile even to try. Because I remember, you know, I'm gonna... I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna fucking destroy this boss. You're not fucking ready. Yeah, it's not ready, is it? No. He's level 5 death and yet his name is Soul Cage. Is he gonna get life or cure? I'm gonna life him in a second, but I'm gonna try to steal from him first. Mm -hmm. Cast Fyra on it, and it lights it on fire, but that's not a good thing. It, like, channels the fire back at me and really fucks everybody up. The fire's Whoa, he's on fire now, too. <laughs> he's jiggling. Oh, himself. that's not good. I probably didn't want to get him the fire. Fire blades. Now they've come at us. Oh, yeah, that hurt. All right, go steal from him today. Trance! You stole an oak staff. Those are expensive. I love that. You stole an oak staff from what might be an oak tree. <laughs> well, I, I don't think... Yeah, well, it makes some kind of sense there. But I'm just prolonging this because, like, I know that life... If you just cast life on this thing... In one hit. Zidane is in trance right now, so it might be worth attacking rather than... There's really no need. Okay. Whoa. Magician cloak. After stealing a bunch from it, you decide to finally cast life. And just like that, it's over. I gotta really give the developers props to sticking to their guns and being like, this is how undead mechanic works, even if it's a even boss. Even if it's a boss. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. It saw the end of its thousand year life and it was not t today. Well, it was bluffing. <laughs> it was lying. It was bluffing. Can't bluff your way out of destiny. Uh oh, let's get out of here. The ground starts to shake. Yeah, we've killed the soul of the Aoife tree, and for once I feel a bit good about killing the soul. Yeah, of we something. killed the Gizamaluke, and, and I then didn't like that. The other, what was the antlion? The antlion. <laughs> all of these local hearts yeah, of all the these legends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now we've killed the Aoife tree, and it goes to a big CG cutscene showing the dissipation of the mist across yeah. the land. We've undone the curse. <laughs> We killed the mother tree, and now that all the tree parts of the tree are done for. I bet it's gonna burst to life now, because it, you know, it wasn't green enough. Oh yeah, it's green enough. Oh, I bet this is the finale of disc two. <laughs> I bet that boss would have probably been hard. <laughs> Ooh. Forests and tree roots are greening up. You're seeing like the mist just get like sucked out of the land. This is on the other continent mm -hmm. where it's all getting pumped to. Wow, all the trees are becoming greener. Wow, and the mist is receding. We see a shot of Alexandria and the mist on the cliffside is dissipating. We just turned the world right. We just turned it from ruin. Yeah, as we walked into this, I was sensing like a major world-changing event was going to happen, but I assumed it would be a bad thing. Yeah, that's usually what happens at this point in the <laughs> you game. Know? But no, big win. Big win for, for Zidane and the team. So we cut back to just outside the Aoife tree. The crew is all watching it, and they can't believe how beautiful everything is. Wow, the air is so clear. The Aoife tree looks so pretty now, see? Is Steiner still over with Queen Bronnie? Dude, yeah, there's three of them. What the fuck is going on with all that? <laughs> I don't know. Will this clear up the myths on your continent? I think so. Now let's see if Kuja shows up. Baby, Zidane, did I do the right thing? It said that black mages are made from mist, right? When I thought about how other black mages were being made for war, I didn't want that to happen no matter what. Now there'll be no more new black mages. I think they'll all hate me. No way, you see? I'm so glad that they actually like talked about the weight of that decision for him. I yeah. feel like in a lesser game, they would just be like, oh, good job, everybody, and right. move on. No, it's really <laughs> worrying for him that, like, but my only home is now maybe going to be mad. Yeah. Listen to me. You should never lie to yourself. After all, your brother wouldn't want you to do that. Do you really think so? Hmm, do you think they'll understand? Of course, they're your brothers. It'll be all right. Huh, what is it, Mog? <laughs> Moko? Maiko, what's the matter? Why did you come all this way, see? No way. Okay, I'll be right back. All right, I'll go on ahead and tell the others. Man, Haley is so bored she fell asleep. Yeah, Haley is loudly snoring. snoring right into the microphone <laughs> as one of Iko's Moogle friends come up to let us know that something is going on. You guys are looking to wait here for Kuja, right? I gotta go back to the village, see? Wait, Iko, what's up? Someone stole something precious from my village. Is it all of the stones? Today. Uh, it was me. The, the mural, the wall. We'll go with you, Iko. Thanks, but what about Kuja? Oh, my sorry isn't that far. He can wait. 
So we decide to go back to Madain Sari. Yeah, Iko's not used to rolling with a crew that's this ride or die <laughs> and didn't expect we'd go with her, but we're all going to go back. So we leave the Aoife tree. Why go back in? Is it still a dungeon or is yeah, it Yeah, I, mean, I could probably run back down it. Yeah, no. I thought it would be different now that it's adverse to life and such. Save. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to end for episode 26. Secrets are starting to be revealed. The world has been made mistless. Answers to questions I wish had been asked more directly are being given. We've, yeah. just, we've stopped the mist machine. And we now know that the mist was making the black mages. Mm-hmm. Which I think we kind of already knew, but now we know for certain. Also, We also were... know that the mist, though, was part of some larger conspiracy to destroy all of civilization. Right. And we even got a couple of clues that were confusing at the time. Mm-hmm. But they're indicating that, like, the tree noticed Zidane. What's that about? And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we're starting it to get said to something the, like, I thought it was Kuta. Like, this is like the beginning of the end here. We're getting into all of the big, big final reveals. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're going back to Medain Sari, and we run into Lonnie, I think. Yeah, we're, man, this game is so overstuffed. Like, if there's one real complaint about it, it's that, like, there's too much. Yeah, and, and we, uh, we finally uh, are going to hang out with this big red-haired gentleman. Yeah, we're catching up with the plot line that began when the queen sent off those bounty hunters to yeah. come get us. We ran into Lonnie once. And or twice, actually. Twice already? Oh, we've run into her once. Yeah, we've just run into her but once. But we've seen her twice. Yeah, we, we saw her twice in the cutscene. Right. But no, we've only run into her in the treasure mines. So next week we're gonna learn more about those bounty hunters. And, and I guess the Eidolon and, Wall. Yeah, secrets of Iko's village. And set up this whole story secrets with the red hair. Dagger. Gentleman. Secrets of everybody. Secret of mana. <laughs> Man, what yeah, this game is so great. We're in a really good mm-hmm. in a really good game right now and this stretch is really awesome. The cutscenes in here were awesome. I really fucking love that this dungeon, if you remember, that life kills undead things is like a walk in the park. It's the like, most they really reward you for that. I I've feel like in a that. ton of Final Fantasy games, they would have made the boss immune. They, they would have just been like, no, it doesn't work on the boss, sorry. No. Like, you just but, like but stole, but no, just stole, like just, and then wham. Just wham. Also, what was with the stroper? The stroper is, the I'm positive monster. it's a dick joke. It slaps you. You steal soft you. from it. Yeah. It seems like that's all it was. We didn't run into that monster again. Well, I bet you can. You know, you, you couldn't get that past the Nintendo sensors. Yeah, you couldn't have the dick monster back on Nintendo. Thanks, Sony. They're like the Disney animators. Yeah, getting one you past know, you. Getting one past you. With this just... <laughs> Sea of dicks. <laughs> oh, but before we go, we gotta check in with the Mognet and see if there's any letters for us. Is it mail time? It's mail time. You know it. Flute. Is the mailman here? S- blow into the flute. <laughs> Great job. Great job doing that. You finally got it to work. <laughs> Haley, come here. Come here. Come to me. Oh, you were right there? Thank you. You attached the message to, like, the top of your head. I wonder why you did that. Well, the the mail thing is just kind of going around the collar, and it's slowly moving up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Back. Let me fix your Moogle. There we go. <laughs> now you're looking good. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. This message comes to us from Brannon, and it reads... <laughs> 
Are you the type of person who wished all of the Final Fantasies were connected? Do you put yourself through seemingly interminable grinding sessions just for the pleasure of fighting a boss that you're still somehow underleveled for just because it's there? Do you like games with text files bigger than the original Doom? If yes, come check out the Kiseki Trails series of JRPGs, or at least the first two to three games. Come see the series that has so many named characters, it's the longest page on Japanese Wikipedia. Wow. What? Learn why you should never trust academics with blue hair. Be astounded as the game actually uses a law of thermodynamics as narrative foreshadowing. Falcom isn't paying me to write this. I just want more fans who are interested in how bizarre the setting is instead of being bizarre about all the female characters. Relatable. Yeah, the Kaseki Trails series. Yeah, well, I've, I've never heard of heard, it. I have not heard of it. But this. I've maybe, maybe. Oh, wait, I'm, Trails. Yeah, I've heard the trails. of the Trails games. I gotta see this. Looking up Kaseki Trails. Kaseki slash Trails series. Let's really get the fandom going and react to the images of this. <laughs> Legend of Heroes Trails. This image looks familiar to me. The Trails series. Yeah. Known as Kaseki in Japan is a series of sci-fi role-playing games by Nihon Falcom. It's part of their larger The Legend of Heroes franchise and began with the release of Trails in the Sky in 2004. Wow. Art features a large cast of characters and consists of interconnected story arcs set in different it nations. It started on in 2004. I'll have to check this out. That era of JRPG is like a blank spot in my in my mind. Turn-based you know, like combat. I was, wasn't really playing them. I think the first Trails game was Legend of Heroes 4. Oh, I six. Okay, Legend of okay, Heroes six. Okay, Tra Trails in, in the, the sky. sky, and then it seemed to be its own series with like a lot of unique. I mean, it has the longest page on Japanese Wikipedia. I mean, that looks sweet. I'll have to check that out. As should all of you. The Trails series. Brandon's a fan of this Trails series and wants to talk about it and with hey, some more people. If you're a fan of the series, maybe you should talk about it too. Maybe you should all head on over to the Discord and talk about the Trails series. Yeah. The NoCat Discord would be a great place to find others. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you so much. If you're interested in a Mognet message, they're just $25 each, and we can say whatever you'd like us to say. Mm -hmm. Just email nocatpodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T, and Haley will receive the message and relay it to me. Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Thank uh, you so much. Your support makes the show possible, and if you would like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash nocat, and for 5 bucks a month, you unlock the video version and all the bonus content and for 10 bucks a month we'll send you a shirt or a mug also check out our etsy page if you want to just see the merch on its own yeah and get a shirt with Haley's face on it uh please tell a friend and rate and review us on itunes just get out there and uh spread the final fantasy around yeah. all over the place spread it like butter room temperature butter spreadable final fantasy i would buy that in a jar what do you think it tastes like it, some kind of umami I can't describe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an indescribable flavor. One that's so complicated that you don't know why you love it, but you do. And sometimes you get like an aftertaste that's bad, but then you get but another you keep bite eating and it's it anyway. good and it gets better again. It's a again. spread that changes flavor as you eat it. <laughs> Is that what's for dessert? Yeah, it's a spread that changes flavor whenever you eat it. And so you can never decide what to put it on because you don't know what it's going to taste well, like. Well, the next bite might be good yeah, or bad. You don't know. You got to find out by biting it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what's for dessert. <laughs> Enjoy. She found a spot in your pocket. I think my clothes have just become dirty enough that there's just like some food stuff on the on the wiping parts. 
Sometimes she just licks the carpet. I wonder if she's just trying to like go back she's in just time. In her hand. What if we, what we don't know about dogs is that they can go back in time by licking? 